Lord willing, for the next three months on Tuesday nights, we're going to be looking at a number of psalms. And uh, I wanted to um, just uh, this evening look at a theme that runs throughout the psalms, and that is the theme that God wants to give us strength, and he wants us to go to him for strength. And uh, <clears throat> it just impressed upon me when I've been studying the Psalms that, and then I put in, I put it into Bible Gateway, the, the, the word strength or strengthen over 70 times, just throughout 150 chapters. And it occurred to me that David is often going to God for strength. I mean, time and time and time and time, it just struck me. So that's what I'd like to share with you this evening. We'll look at a number of verses. Maybe you already know them. Maybe they'll be new for somebody, but uh, that's my goal tonight. So let's just pray. Our blessed God, Heavenly Father, we are thankful that we can come to you this evening. We're thankful for your holy and precious word. We look to your Holy Spirit to open it up to us, to help us to study it and take it in. And I pray that we'll all be blessed as we consider it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So I'm not going to, I didn't put the verses in their entirety up on the screen because we're going to look at a lot of them. But I have the references up there. And I thought at first we could just look at some verses in the rest of the Bible that talk about strength. And these are some of the more common ones for those of you who've been reading the Bible for a while. Um, these are our go-to verses when we feel like we need uh, some strength. I was thinking of Joshua chapter 1. And um, if you think of it, Joshua was, was succeeding Moses. And uh, he, I think if we read between the lines a little bit, he, he might have said, oh, my goodness, what have I got myself into? <laughs> and God comes to him in the first chapter of, of the book of Joshua, and we read in verse 6, Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance to the land which I swore to their fathers, to give them only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law of Moses, my servant commanded you, and so on. Uh, and then he goes, verse 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So right off we have this in, uh, in uh, Joshua. Another verse that you're probably very familiar with is in Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40, the end of the chapter. And uh, <clears throat> we read from verse 27 onwards. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim is passed over by my God? Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, never faints, nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. So we have this beautiful promise. Uh, and very poetic, and uh, I think a lot of this was probably read when the Israelites came back from Babylon and they were 
had a lot of work to do and they probably ran out of energy. And, and the Lord gives them this promise. Those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And then we have over in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse 9, this is a bit of a paradox. Paul says, when I am weak, I am strong. He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ might rest upon me. You know, but to my knowledge, there's no, there's no verse or prayer in the Bible that says, Lord, make me weak, right? We are weak. And uh, we're all fighting against gravity. We're fighting against original sin in ourselves and in others. And so our strength wears down. But sometimes when we come face to face with our own finiteness, our weakness, it's then that we turn to God for strength. And if that's what it takes, then so much the better. We discover God's strength. In Ephesians 3.16, Paul prays this prayer that he would grant according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. So we're talking about spiritual strength here, strength in our, Paul said his body's, you know, getting worse and worse, but his inner man is getting better. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And in 2 Timothy 4.17, Paul says, But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, so that the message might be preached fully through me, and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And when we read of Paul's journeys, and all the time he all the times he got um, bodily flogged, right, and, and beat up, and all the rest of it, it's amazing. He didn't give up. He just kept going, he kept going, he kept going. He knew God's strength. In Hebrews 12, verse 12, we read this, Therefore strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. Feeble knees. So we have, God wants us to have a ministry of strengthening people with his strength. In First Peter 5, verse 10, we read, but may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. So God wants to strengthen us. And then back in Acts 14 and Acts 18, Paul says he went back to strengthen the disciples, and so on. He went back to strengthen all the disciples. So these are just some verses in... In the New Testament, the Old Testament, just so you know that it's not just in the Psalms, of course we know that. But here is the first list, and there will be several of them, of Psalms. So turn with me, please, to the Psalms. We're going to just go through, and I want to read a lot of these verses just so you get the impact of the frequency of this truth that runs throughout the book. God wants to give us strength, and he wants us to come to him for strength. Psalm 18 uh, is a beautiful passage. The first three verses, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. He's calling God his strength. And then we have these images, a lot of images in the, in the Psalms, a lot of word pictures. But these all represent God as our strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, 
I will call upon the name of the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved by my enemies. David, David knew where his strength came from. And he, and he, he talked about it. He, he sings praises. He says, I love you, Lord, my strength. Uh, <clears throat> just reminded me almost like the Apostle Paul. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. He was proud of God, his strength. Just, if you have a Bible, we're just going to keep going through Psalm 19 and verse 14. Psalm 19 and verse 14. We read this, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Psalm 20, verse 2. Psalm 20, verse 2. Uh, starting with verse 1. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. Down to verse 6. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. It, just, it made me think of the Apostle Paul who could say, I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed to him. David had experienced the, the strength of the Lord. He says, now, now I know that God is going to, will save his holy, will save his anointed with saving strength. Um, <clears throat> and then we look at Psalm 21. I found this interesting. Uh, the king shall have joy in your strength, O Lord, and in your salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. I thought, well, that, that sounds a bit different because we, we, maybe we know in Nehemiah 8, verse 12, says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Here we read the strength. Uh, God's strength is our joy, right? The king shall have joy in your strength. So they go together, having God's strength in his joy. Psalm 21, verse 13, we read, Be exalted, O Lord, in your own strength. So God has strength, and we will sing and praise your power. Now in Psalm 22, we know that it's a messianic psalm and uh, prophetic of the Lord Jesus when he was suffering even on the cross. He says in verse 15, my strength is dried up like a potsherd. My tongue clings to my jaws. You brought me to the dust of death and so on. And in verse 19 though, he says, but you, O Lord, do not be far from me. O my strength, hasten to help me. Hasten to help me. Chapter 27, verse 1. Perhaps a more familiar verse. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And then down to verse 14, he says, Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So, <clears throat> do you get the flow here? Chapter after chapter after chapter. Chapter 29, verse 1. Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. We have strength and we, we give it back to God. We praise him for it. 29, verse 11. Chapter 29, verse 
11. And the Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Um, <clears throat> this is, uh, it's, it's quite good to, to see this, that it's so clear that God wants to give us strength. Now, if you think about it, he's not going to give us strength to do something that isn't his will, right? He's going to give us strength to do his will. And if we're willing to do his will, he'll give us strength to do it. But when we decide to do something that's not God's will, uh, we deprive ourselves of his strength. He's not going to help us. <laughs> we'll be on our own. He won't leave us as if we're believers, but he's not gonna, we're not going to feel the, the wind in our back and his good hand upon us when we embark on something that's not his will. But when we want to do his will, he's there to help us. This should encourage us. Psalm 31, verse 4. Psalm 31, verse 4. Pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me, for you are my strength. David called the Lord his strength. Do I call the Lord my strength? I haven't been really. Don't think of it that much. But he is my strength, right? Psalm 31, verse 24. Psalm 31, verse 24. Be of good courage, he shall strengthen your heart. All you who hope in the Lord, be of good courage, he shall strengthen your heart. Psalm 33, verse 16, <clears throat> just this reminder. He says, no king is saved by the multitude of an army, and a mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is vain hope for safety, so on. Neither shall it deliver any by its own great strength. So, the, you know, the world goes to different places for strength, right? But the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him on those who hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He's our help and our shield and so on. So uh, Psalm, Psalm 37, verse 39. Psalm 37, verse 39. But the salvation of the righteous is from their Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. He is their strength in the time of, in their time of trouble. Psalm 38, verse 10. Psalm 38, verse 10. My heart pants, my strength fails me, as for the light of my eyes also it's gone from me. This is a psalm where he's being chastened, chastened by the Lord, where the psalmist is remorseful of his sins. And he's got time to think about where his strength comes from and could come from. And it continues in Psalm 39, verse 13. He says, remove your gaze from me that I may regain strength. So there he senses he's being disciplined by God. And God's correcting him. And he's conscious that he doesn't have the strength that he had before. But it'll come back to him. Psalm 41, blessed is he who considers the poor. And then the Lord has this promise for him. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sickbed. Psalm 43, verse 2. Psalm 42 and Psalm 43, they go together. I call them the, the, the cry of the lonely Levite. And uh, in verse 2, he says, For you are the God of my strength. Why did you cast me off? He was separated from the God of his strength. 
Psalm 46, verse 1, is a more well-known psalm. And uh, it was Luther's favorite psalm. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble, therefore we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. And if you ever read about Luther's life and what he went through and how he was used of God to change the world, but he faced a lot of difficulty. And he is quoted as saying that the Psalms were his his Bible. And he clearly knew how to go to God for strength and get strength. Luther did, as did David. God is our refuge and strength. Psalm 52, verse 7. Here's a man who didn't trust in God. It's interesting. Psalm 52, verse 7. Here's the man who did not make God his strength. He trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in his wickedness. So if, we, if God is not our strength, who do we go to? You know, we can go to other things. People can be proud of their wealth, proud of them, proud of whatever, but that will fail them. Psalm 54, verse 1, Save me, O God, by your name and vindicate me by your strength. I've actually underlined them in my Bible. I, used it for, I think it was the only color I had left. I got it brown. So I got these little things all over the place, and it just uh, is really something to see how often David goes to God for strength, and God says, yeah, I'll give you strength. He's the God of his strength. Psalm 59, verse 9. <clears throat> In Psalm 57, the lions are after him. In Psalm 58, the snakes are after him. In Psalm 59, the dogs are after him. And he says this, verse 9, I will wait for you, O you his strength. You his strength. Um, and in verse 17, he says, To you, O my strength, I will sing praises. I will sing praises. Psalm 62, verse 7, in God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, my strength. Psalm, Psalm 65, verse 6. Psalm 65, verse 6. We read, who established the mountains by his strength. The psalmist often looks to nature and sees what God did. Psalm 68, verse 28. Psalm 68. Your God has commanded your strength. Strengthen, O God, what you have done for us. So uh, strength is a, it's an attribute of God, in it, and God can give us his strength. He can command strength for us. Psalm 68, verse 35. Psalm 68, verse 35, we'll start with 34. Ascribe strength to God. His excellence is over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds. O oh God, you are more awesome than your holy places. The God of Israel is he who gives, what? <laughs> strength and power to his people. Strength and power to his people. God gives strength to his people. We can go to God and ask him for strength. Most of us know what, what the right thing to do is. We just don't always have the the will to do it, right? We need God's strength to do his will.
Psalm 71. I like Psalm 71 because I'm 71. And it's all about giving strength to people who are 71 and older. Okay? <laughs> he says, uh, let me see here. Verse 9. Do not cast me off in time of my old age. Do not forsake me when my strength fails. And then he goes on to say, verse 16. Uh, well, verse, we'll do with verse 14. But I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and your salvation all the day, for I do not know their limbs. I will go in the strength of the Lord, and I will make mention of your righteousness. Verse 17, O God, you have taught me from my youth, and to this day I will declare your wondrous works. Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation and your power to everyone who is to come. So Psalm 71, uh, we can go to God for strength, and there's no uh, age limit there. On the contrary. Verse, eight, verse 18, I, we read that, okay. Psalm 73, it's interesting here in Psalm 73, he, um, people can have an appearance of, of strength, this is the psalm where he says, My feet almost slipped because I, had, I, had, I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Uh, verse 6, Their pride serves as their necklace. Violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes bulge with abundance. They have more than heart could wish. They scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily and so on. They have the appearance of strength. Verse 4, Their strength is firm, but it doesn't last. And then he goes on and he meets with God, and God shows him uh, that their future isn't that great, but his future is great because he trusts in him. Verse 26, my flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God is the strength and the portion of my heart. God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. That's verse 26. Okay. Verse, uh, chapter 74, verse 13. You divided the sea by your strength. You broke the, the heads of the sea serpents in the waters. 77, 14. You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your strength among the peoples. It was obvious for him. Psalm 80, verse 2. Psalm 80, verse 2, stir up your strength, come and save us, restore us, O God, cause your face to shine and we shall be saved. Uh, Psalm 81, verse 1, sing aloud to God our strength. Psalm 84, this is about the house of the Lord. How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts, my soul longs, yes, even Thanks for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Blessed is, verse 5, blessed is the man whose strength is in you. And verse 7, they go from strength to strength. Uh, so <clears throat> hopefully it's your experience that when you come to the house of the Lord, when you come to Review Bible Chapel, when you come to a place where the Lord is uh, lifted up, that it'll be a place of of resourcing your strength in the Lord, right? 
and we come to get built up in the Lord and to experience his strength. Not a strength to dominate, not a strength to do evil, but a strength to serve, a strength to do his will. Right? Strength to do what he's called us to do. Uh, Psalm 86. Psalm 86. Psalm 86 and verse... Uh, 16, Psalm 86, verse 16. Well, turn to me and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant. It's amazing. Eh? They just they keep coming like waves, all these verses where David cries out to God for strength. And uh, Psalm 88, verse 4. So here, here, is, here is the, this is Psalm 88, if you'll recall, is the saddest psalm in the Bible. He's depressed. He's the man who has no strength. Uh, but in Psalm 89, verse 1, I'll sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth while I make known your faithfulness to all generations. And then we read in verse 17, uh, for you are the glory of their strength. Psalm 89, verse 21 with whom my hand shall be established and my arm shall strengthen him. God is committed to strengthening his people. Then in Psalm 93, we have this beautiful picture of the Lord. The Lord reigns. He's clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed. He has girded himself with what? With strength. With strength. Psalm 96, verse 6. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his temple in his sanctuary. Verse 7, give to the Lord glory and strength. Psalm 99, verse 4, the king's strength also loves justice. You have established equity, you have executed justice and righteousness. Psalm 102, verse 23, <clears throat> he weakened my strength in the way, he shortened my days. So here the psalmist is the psalmist is searching for God's love and he's uh, had some issues. Verse six of Psalm 102. I'm like a pelican of the wilderness, I'm like an owl of the desert. I lie awake and I'm like a sparrow alone on the housetop. He's going through some rough patches, and he's conscious of the fact that he doesn't have any strength. But he turns to God for strength and things get better for him in this psalm. Psalm 118, verse 14. Psalm 118, verse, this is part of the Egyptian Hillel. The Lord would have read this at the Last Supper. Psalm 118, verse 14. The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. Psalm 119, verse 28. Psalm 119, verse 28. My soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. Strengthen me according to your word. Psalm 132, verse 8. 
Arise, O Lord, to your resting place, you and the ark of your strength. Let your priests be clothed with righteous and your saints shout for joy. Psalm 138, <clears throat> verse 3. In the day when I cried out to you, you answered me. It made me bold with strength in my soul. It made me bold with strength in my soul. Psalm 140, verse 7. O God, the Lord, the strength of my salvation. The strength of my salvation. Psalm 147, verse 10, says that uh, he, he doesn't delight in the strength of the horse and so on. But in verse 11, the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him. Psalm 147, verse 13. Did I switch that? Here we go. Uh, <clears throat> last verse. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. So I hope we get the idea here. Like waves, the Lord wants to give us strength, and he wants us to come to him and ask for strength. And it's obviously it's strength to do his will. He's not going to give us strength to do anything other than his will. But he wants us to come to him, and he promises to give us strength. If he did it for David, how much more will he do it for us who are in Christ? May God bless his word to our hearts. Our blessed God and Heavenly Father, we're thankful for this overwhelming uh, thread of verses that demonstrate to us that you want to give strength to your people, and you want us to come to you for strength. And this is obviously strength to do your will, strength to, to <clears throat> do what you've called us to do. And we thank you because we have, we experience your strength. We know that you can help us. We know that you can keep us going to do your will. And we come to you tonight and humbly ask for your strength for the tasks that are before us, that we would continue to serve you and glorify you and do your will with the provision that you give us. Thank you so much for your strength. In Jesus' name, amen.